The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. Tonight, I want to, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be speaking by the, by the Holy Ghost from the word of the Lord. Sometime late morning, I was just going about my daily business at home, and I heard the Lord say these words to me about tonight. And he spoke to me and said, tell the people the things that I said in my word that they can know. K-N-O-W. Amen. Now there's things that we, we might know a little bit about, but there's certain things that we really know. That you know, that you know, that you know. You are certain about. You have a certainty. You've put a, you've, you've, you've put a stake in the ground about it. You, you know, that's, you know. Nobody could talk you out of it. If circumstances, somebody tried to tell you something else was different than that, you, you, would, you would deny that because you know that reality. The Bible tells us things that we can know and we ought to know. So I've gone through, let's see, how many did I get? I got, I had to whittle it down to eight. I got eight things that are important that we ought to know. Amen? Or that we can know. The first one is in the book of Job, chapter 19, and verse 25. You got your shouting shoes on tonight? Are you guys just going to sit there and watch me do all the work and you're going to be a boring congregation? Come on. Are you ready for this? Job 19, 25. Number one, thing we can know. Job said this. He said, I know. I know that my Redeemer liveth. And he will stand on the latter day upon the earth. The first thing that we can know is that our Redeemer liveth. I know that I know that I have a Redeemer tonight. And we have a Redeemer. And he's the one that paid the price and got us out of the slave market of sin. Amen. I know this. Number one, I know my Redeemer. And I know that he lives tonight. Somebody out there ought to hear me tonight by the Holy Ghost. Man, you don't just have a Redeemer. You, You ought to know you have a living Redeemer. He's alive tonight. He's at work tonight. That same God that redeemed you is the same God that still is in charge of your destiny in your life. I know. I, I don't care. Now, you know, this is in the book of Job, isn't it? The book of Job. And we know that in chapter 1, verse 1, Job, all hell broke loose in Job's life, man. I mean, think, but chapter 1 and 2 and into chapter 3, everything fell apart, storms, winds, his house was blown down. His, his people were killed. His servants were killed. Uh, his entire, every, and the Bible says he was the most wealthy man in that region. And, but 
And, and I mean, Job literally lost everything. He lost it all. Amen? And so even in Job's difficult time, how many are glad that we don't just know our Redeemer lives when everything's going good? We know our Redeemer lives tonight. Praise God, no matter what's happening in our life. I know my, my Redeemer lives, and I like this last part, and that He will stand on that latter day. I think that what that really is saying is the people that know their Redeemer live, lives, that God will be, keep standing in the latter days. Aren't you glad we're in the last days? We're in the last of the last days. This thing's about ready to wrap up. Jesus is coming very soon. Amen? But I want you to know that even through the darkness tonight, through the turmoil, through the trouble, amen, our Redeemer lives. And He's going to keep standing. He's not going to fall off the throne during your difficult time. Somebody say amen. Job 19.25. Number two. The second thing we know, we can know, is found in the book of Isaiah, chapter 50. And let's look at, um, let's look at uh, Isaiah chapter 50, verse 7. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be confounded. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. The second thing we ought to know tonight is we ought to know that in the end, we will never be ashamed trusting God. In other words, it won't ever come out that you shouldn't have trusted God, Pastor Crabb and, and all the other saints. You, I know, I know that I know. I know that I won't be ashamed. In other words, I won't be disappointed. It, I won't be shocked at the end. Some people get shocked when, when God comes through. Amen? What we ought to be shocked, we, we should be shocked at if he, if he didn't come through because he promised he would. And we're not shocked that he will because he said he would. And in my life and in your life, I know that I will not be ashamed or disappointed. Nobody will ever come up to me and say, man, I knew God, serving God wasn't going to turn out okay for you because it's going to be all right. God's fixing everything that's broken in our lives. And serving God is not going to lead us to shame. Aren't you glad you're not, you don't have to be, we're, we're not going to end up in shame and disgrace, amen? The third thing that I found, we know, we go over to the New Testament. Let's look in the book of John, and let's look at chapter 4. John chapter 4. Verses, verse 41 and 42. It says, and many more believed, listen to this now, because of his word, his own word, because, because he was speaking. You know, it's, di it's different 
when the Holy Spirit speaks to you than when somebody else just tells you. Sometimes the preacher is talking, but that's not what we're listening to. What we're listening to is the voice of the Holy Spirit. And many more believed because of his own words. In other words, because Jesus was talking to them. Now listen, saints. We, if we need anything in this hour, we need more of Jesus speaking to us and talking to us. We need to hear from God. And verse 42 says, And said to the woman, Now we believe, not because of your saying, not because you told us, for we have heard him ourselves, and know, K-N-O-W, and we know, now that we've heard him ourselves, we know that this indeed is the Christ, the Savior of the world. Amen. The third thing that I wrote down that we ought to know is that, and we can know it if we listen to his voice, we can know that the one we serve is indeed the Christ, our Savior. In other words, we're not off track. We're... we're we're not going to find out that there was another way and another Savior. Amen. Praise God because we've heard him speak. If you're praying for anything for yourself, more than anything else I would pray for, it is that we could hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in his own words speaking to our spirit. How many know that we are a spirit? We have a body, we, we, we live in a body and we have a soul, right? But we are a spiritual being. God is a spirit, the Bible says. And, and spirit talks to spirit, doesn't it? The Holy Spirit talks to our spirit. And when we hear his word, man, we know that we know. And we've heard the voice of God in our spirits and we know. Tonight, that we are serving the right one. That Jesus is the Christ. He is the King. And he is the Savior of the world. Amen. Number four. The fourth thing that we, we ought to know. Is found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We're just shotgunning through these. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 1. This is the fourth thing we ought to know. I love this. For we know. We what? We know. We know that we know. We know. You've got to really know this one. We know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were, were dissolved, that we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, and it's eternal in the heavens. Man, that is good preaching, Pastor. Why? What's that say? Well, what that says is, we know, and I did it, we, I was part of helping my friend Pastor Josh Willis, his, his sister, passed away the other day and went to heaven. We did the funeral yesterday. Amen. And there, 
you know, there's all the funeral things, the casket and people and the preacher, and there we were, we were, you know, giving good words over, over her life. Amen. And, and her, her body was there, and her, her earthly body, she was in her 80s. She lived a long, great life. She was precious. Her name was Tootsie, and she was so, I loved Tootsie. She was as sweet as her name. And, but she lived out her time, and it came time for her to go. How many know there is appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment? Amen. So, so Tootsie was there. Her, in, in other words, her body was there, but she was gone. We know this. I know this now, I be, even before I die. Sometimes the only time people think about this is when they're at a funeral. We, I think about it a lot because I, we, we are spiritual beings. We, we should think about these things. That if Jesus doesn't come back, this earthly body's going to die. Amen? But it doesn't matter because if our earthly body is dissolved, we know this, that we have a building of God a house that's not made with hands, amen, that God has built. In other words, I don't have to be afraid to die because that doesn't mean I'm going to cease to exist because I've got my spiritual man, my spiritual person is going to continue to live and God made the spiritual part, part of us in an eternal way. So even though our bodies are growing older, our bodies are changing every, every day. The, the first moment you were conceived in your mother's womb, you'll, you'll, you'll grow and, and you go through the years and then you'll, you, you know, you're a baby and then you're born, you're, you're a baby, then you're a toddler, amen. Then uh, you're a, a, a bratty, I mean a mouthy, I mean a, a teenager and, and then you're a know-it-all and, and then you're smarter than everybody else you know, especially your dad and your mom. But you, you grow up, then you reach your 30s and 40s and 50s, 60s. You, you go on up. And, but there comes a place where you begin to disintegrate and dissolve. That's what the that, that scripture said there. We know that even if this earthly body dissolves and dies that we still have a building of God in our hearts and our spiritual person is still going to be all right. Isn't it awesome, man, that we are going to live forever and forever and forever and forever and then, then another ever and another ever and another ever for the glory of God. Say out loud, I am not afraid to die. We are not afraid to die. Amen. Praise God because of these things that we know. All right, number five, things that we know, is in 2 Timothy chapter 1. We're just taking a walk through the word here. 2 Timothy chapter 1, and we'll recap these in just a minute. 2 Timothy 1 verse 12. Man, this is shouting ground here. It says in 2 Timothy 1.12, it says, 
For which cause I also suffer these things. In other words, there's a reason Paul's saying to Timothy that I go through what I go through. There's a reason that I suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. That's what, that's what we read in that other verse in the Old Testament. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. In other words, I'm not disappointed. Even though I'm going through a difficult time, I'm not ashamed. Here's why he's not ashamed. You ready for this one? I don't even think you're ready for this one, man. Huh? We better give another offering to get ready for this one right here. This is such a good one. Listen to this one now. For here's why he's not ashamed. And this is why he suffers those things. For he said, for I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded. He went beyond knowing, man, to he's persuaded about it. That he, God, is able to keep or guard that which I have committed unto him against that great day. Amen. So Paul said to Timothy, I know in whom I have believed. I can tell you tonight, on the 3rd of September in the year of our Lord, 2020, praise God that I know in whom I have believed. And I am more persuaded now than I was all those years ago when I gave my life to Christ that God is able to guard. It's like when, you know, what we, what we ask for to, for someone to become a Christian is we, we give Jesus our heart. You know that's the truth, don't we? I mean, our heart. We give him the, the best part of what we are, the deepest part of who we are. We give it to Jesus. Amen? And God, he takes what we give him and he is able to guard it, to guard the heart that I gave him. Woo! He's able to guard it. Oh, I am persuaded he's going to guard my heart. And he's going to take care of us all the way up until the day. What day is it? Up until the day that we stand before Almighty God and we give an account in our body. My heart will be there for safekeeping. Praise God. Amen. I know in whom I have believed tonight. And I am persuaded. Are you persuaded? That he is able to keep and guard that which I have committed to him. Amen and amen. Praise God. The sixth thing I know. Real quick. These last three are all found in 1 John chapter 3. These are things that we know. A lot of people are just walking around guessing at life. While we're walking around, we know. We know what's going on. I know. We, we, I mean, there's all a bunch of weird stuff going on right now in the whole world. But I'm glad we know the core of what's going on. God's, get, God's not moved and upset by this. It's all okay. We know the Creator. We know what's going to happen when we die. We know that He's going to take care of us all the way to the end. 1 John chapter 3, the sixth thing that we know. 1 John 3, 2. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. 
I'm glad I don't have to wait, amen, until I get to heaven to be a son of God. On the 28th day of July in 1973, at 9 o'clock at night, on the west side of Cincinnati, amen, I stepped outside a party, and I, in my lost condition, I knelt down, and I asked Jesus to come into my heart outside that party by a little bush there. And that's the moment, that very instant, at 9 o'clock that night, I became a son of God. He said, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. Woo! Man, I'm doing good now. I'm a son or a daughter of God. Amen? But it doesn't appear yet. You haven't seen yet what, what, it, what it's going to be like. What we shall be. My, 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 my. I can't wait to get, to get into my spiritual body to get to heaven and get in my spiritual body that I'm going to live in, it's, that, that building that God makes, I'm going to live in it the rest of my life. It doesn't appear what we shall be. In other words, we're going to get better and better and better. Well, how can you get better and better and better if, if your body dies? Well, praise God, your body's got to die so that you can become ultimately the best you could ever be. It does not yet appear what we shall be. Here's, here's the no part. But we know that when we see him, huh, we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we will see him like he is. In other words, man, I don't know what, I, what, what I'm going to look like. I don't know what it's going to be like. I can, I can read verses about it, but I can only imagine what it's going to be like. But we know this. We know that when He appears, that we are going to be like Him. Amen? Because we are going to see Him just like He really fully is. I, I believe what God said to me today, and I wrote it down, is we are going to see Him when he appears, we are going to see him in the full revelation of his glory and the veil will be gone off of our eyes. We will see him like he is and we will be like him. Praise God forevermore. Amen. There's hope for all of us tonight. Amen. <clears throat> Number seven. Two more. 1 John 3, 14, same chapter. We know. We know. Isn't that amazing how many times the word know is used in the scriptures? We know. We're not guessing. We know. We know that we have passed from death to life. I know something happened to me, man, because I passed from death to life. A lot of people are... <laughs> people... People that don't know God, all the best they got is they pass from life to death. But thank God we know that we are past, we, we're going the other way. We're going from spiritual death unto eternal life. How do we know that? We know it because we love the brethren. Amen? So the seventh no 
is that we know that we've passed from death to life. What's the key evidence to that, Pastor Crabb? The key evidence, it says at the end of that verse in 1 John 3, 14. The, the key evidence is we love people, right? All our selfish ways. We've passed from death to life. If, if, if you say you're a Christian and you don't love your brother, man, you're a hypocrite. You're a liar. And the truth is not in you. But the key part, that the evidence, the proof, right, that, that we have passed from death to life, amen, is that we love the brethren and we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. Amen. Finally, last one. Come on, praise team. 1 John 3, and let's look at verse 24. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, and he in him. And hereby we know that he abides in us by the spirit that he has given us. As we keep his commandments, we know that we know that he abides in us. In other words, I know for sure by the witness of the Holy Spirit, I know that I belong to him. Amen. And that he belongs to me. That I'm in him and he's in me. How do you know that, Pastor? I know it because of the spirit that abides in my heart. I have a witness. Amen. Praise God. Let's review all these great things we know tonight. You ready? Number one, Job 19.25. We know that our Redeemer lives and he's going to stand in the last days. Number two, Isaiah 50, verse 7. We know, I know that I will not be ashamed at the end of my life because God's going to be faithful to me. Number three, the third thing we know, John 4, 41 and 42. We know that the one we're serving is indeed the Christ, the Savior, because we heard him speak to us with his own mouth and through his own words. Number four, the fourth thing we know. We know that if our earthly house dissolves, our body dies, that we have a building of God that still remains. I know that to be a fact. The fifth thing that we know, 2 Timothy 1.12, I know in whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded he is able to keep and guard that which I've committed to him against that day. Number six, 1 John 3, 2. I know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we're going to see him as he is. Amen. Praise God. 1 John 3, 14. We know that we have passed, passed from death to life because we love the brethren. And finally, the last one. 1 John 3, 24. We know that He abides in us. He lives right here. My body is the dwelling place, the temple, the tabernacle of the Most High God, and it's yours as well. 
I pray that these things that the scripture teaches us that we can know have helped you tonight. We, I just keep hearing these words. Tell people to stop guessing and to get into their Bible and the place that you can know that you know because the one that made the world is living down inside there for the glory of God. Amen. I love you tonight. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. And uh, we pray for you. We pray we see you Sunday morning. We're going to be here on, on Sunday morning at 1030. We're going to be preaching the gospel. We're going to be ministering healing. We're, uh, we're going to do, we're going to be in the church as we fellowship together. Amen. I love you tonight. Don't give up. Don't give up tonight. Don't be weary of well-doing. Be of good courage. Strengthen your heart. In fact, I want to speak to somebody tonight that, that really is weary. You're weary of your, in your walk with Jesus. And you have even hung your head in this last few days. And you said, I feel like giving up. Well, if that's you tonight, I want to talk to you. Don't you dare give up. There's always hope because of Jesus. Jesus can turn everything around, even at a time when it seemed like it was too late. When Lazarus died, remember that story? When Lazarus died, his, his sisters, they were, honestly, they were kind of ticked off at Jesus because they said, well, when Jesus got there, they said, Lord, if you'd have been here, you'd have come when you first heard that he was sick, he wouldn't have died. And Jesus looked at them when they thought it was too late for them to ever see their brother again. Jesus said, no, 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 no. I am the resurrection and the life. Tonight, I don't care who you are. If you are weary and well-doing, you are discouraged tonight, don't you dare give up because there's hope that Jesus will turn it around even when it seems like it's too late. Amen. I love you. We'll see you Sunday at 1030. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodaysensi.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y dot com.
We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y dot com.